This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to another edition of Through the Smoke, a Miami Hurricanes football and recruiting podcast here on the 24-7 Sports Network. David Lake joined post-Tuesday practice by Gabby Urrutia. We watched some practice. We got some thoughts. Uh, Also going to talk some recruiting um, with some news on the horizon there. Uh, But before we jump into that, want to just highlight once again, uh, we have a partnership going on with Homefield Apparel. for some retro Miami Hurricanes gear. Gabby and I were fortunate due to our partnership. We got some free gear in the mail. Uh, I got a nice looking Miami baseball vintage shirt. I got a vintage Miami Hurricanes logo with a palm tree blowing away and a hurricane in it. I have to say, Gabby, the shirts are quite comfortable. I like the look of them. It inspired me to order more. I ordered myself a team of the 80s shirt that i think looks good and i typed in the 15 percent off promo code inside the u to get a little deal on that order what do you think of the shirts you got yeah man i i got the script m like the old school baseball retro logo i think it's one of the coolest miami logos like with the ibis i think the script m is just a really sick logo so i got that one fits amazing honestly just really soft a great material and then i got an orange uh it's all about the u shirt so uh honestly happy with what they sent me uh definitely gonna order more and definitely use that inside the u promo code to get to save a little money off that just uh you know always a always the best way to go about that stuff so yeah, again, 15% off promo code inside the U. That deal, that promo code uh, is available through Saturday, August 14th. So if you haven't gotten around to doing that yet, you still got some some days to use that promo code. Highly recommend you guys do that. Get some good looking vintage shirts that are also very, very comfortable. Um, so with that out of the way, let's get into some practice thoughts here um, from Tuesday night. So uh, on the first two practices, the, it was totally open to the media. Now we are kind of in the thick of camp mode. Um, so we get about a 45-minute viewing window. Don't get to watch quite everything. But we get to watch, oh, I don't know, um, four-tenths, 40% of the practice. And, and you can have some takeaways from what we see. Um, I will say it wasn't – it was a practice primarily – Um, in the IPF, the indoor practice facility, because the soccer team was scrimmaging outside, just didn't want confusions with whistles, etc. So they were able to practice inside the IPF. Also want to say they haven't practiced yet in totally full pads. Now they were in uh, shoulder pads, but still practicing in shorts. Um, And I'll let you start here, Gabby, with what you watch, because we each kind of watch different portions of practice. I watched the O-line, D-line. You watched the skill guys. 
Um, just run through some of your takeaways on, on what you observed. Yeah, um, I mean, I got to watch a little bit of the seven-on-seven action. Um, you know, it seemed like the defense was probably a little bit ahead of the offense, which I think you kind of like to see because we're all sort of expecting the offense to sort of, you know, be what the offense is. But, you know, DJ Ivy got his hand on a pass. Um, who else was that? Uh, Tyreek Stevenson got his hand on a pass. A couple other guys, you know, broke up passes and all that stuff. So, you know, things that you kind of like to see on that front, especially, you know, first-team offense against first-team defense. It seemed really competitive, uh, stuff like that. And then, you know, a guy that I sort of highlighted on the last podcast, Michael Redding, you know, did something similar that we saw a lot of, you know, on Saturday. Tyler Van Dyke hits him on a long ball. Isaiah Dunson, honestly, in really good coverage, but, you know, great ball, great catch. And, you know, Michael Redding continuing to show that, you know, he could potentially be a guy that that, may, that maybe takes the next step. And, you know, I, I think that would be huge for the offense if, if he's a guy that's sort of able to make that jump. Uh, again, six foot two, two hundred plus pounds. So you know, guys like that did a really good job. You know, one of the one of the young guys that sort of stood out to me, uh, Cameron Kitchens. You know, I got to watch a lot of the DBs sort of go through drills, uh, skill position guys, and all that. So Cameron Kitchens just kind of moving around, just looked really fluid. Honestly, just looked a little bit more fluid than maybe some of the upperclassmen. Uh, some of the guys probably ahead of him on the depth chart. So definitely impressed with with some of that stuff. Um, you know, and then just other maybe no, like newsworthy things. You know, Don Chaney in a red no contact jersey. Jabari Ishmael not participating. Um, I'm trying to think of Romello. a couple of yeah, Romello Brinson. Uh, he was seen with the trainer, so you I know. Guess Mark Pope wasn't out there. Yeah, I don't think Mark Pope was out there either. He I didn't see him catching passes Malik out Curtis. there. Malik Curtis is still uh is still absent from. You know, we haven't really seen him out here yet. There's no official news or no or just anything that miami has officially confirmed with him but it doesn't seem like he's been out there through what is it five or six practices that they've had now so you know uh you got to see a lot of really good things um really on both sides of the ball um but those are probably my biggest takeaways you know off the top of my head right now yeah just the you know when i did look over and watch the skill guys i i did notice isaiah dunson had a nice pass breakup um on a jump ball in the end zone he flashes a little bit because of his length. Um, still needs to get stronger, put on some weight, but he, he's certainly taking a step forward, I would say, this season. I think DJ Ivy's been one yeah. of the, you know, I don't know about surprises, but one of the guys that's kind of stepped up this year, it seems like, compared to what we've seen in the past. Um, and I also noticed Elijah Arroyo with a nice touchdown Down. catch to close out 7-on-7. Seven seven. It was a crosser back of the end zone uh had to catch the ball away from his body running full speed and he's just a big fluid athlete that could that could do that so he uh he continues to impress as a true freshman o-line d-line um zion nelson appeared to be kind of limited today uh he was working off to the side a lot with chakai clark who's been limited all camp um so that'll be something to worth monitor now zion was fully dressed out and and doing some drills on his own so maybe it's just one of those things where it's minor and they're giving him a little break today um but with him out dj scaife was playing left tackle and i thought honestly during one-on-ones he he did a pretty good job holding his own uh he had two reps against deandre johnson the tennessee transfer defensive end and in my opinion dj won both of those reps so that was kind of good to see him step up and have some success there um i thought the two best offensive linemen during the one-on-ones 
against the D-line. I thought Corey Gaynor did really well in his reps, and Navon Donaldson did well in his reps. Um, Chance Williams flashed. He uh, he beat Kylie on Herbert pretty easily with a nice little inside move. Showed good burst, uh, you know, with his get off, and then his second step was explosive to get past Kylie on. Um, Jared Harrison Hunt, his athleticism is impressive at defensive tackle. Leonard Taylor flashed. I mean, he's he's definitely got the loosest hips of any of the defensive tackles, which allows him to kind of get around um, the offensive lineman with his swim move, and he definitely did that during one-on-ones. He's just a natural talent, and uh, again, I, I think I hyped him up in some podcasts in the past, but he uh, when he flashes, it's, it's really impressive. So he's got a high upside. Nesta Silvera um, still would like to see him de- develop some pass rushing moves. Uh, kind of relies still on, on that bull rush. Um, but he, he's definitely an athletic guy, can move well. I thought Elijah Roberts, who's a young defensive tackle, moves extremely well. He just needs to keep adding weight, getting stronger. Um, so... Those were the guys that impressed me. O-line, D-line today, I'm trying to think. Uh, Zach McLeod was solid. Jafari Harvey was solid. I thought, you know, Chance probably had the most impressive reps from what I saw of the defensive ends during one-on-ones. So um, good showings there by those guys. And offensive line, um, Jared Williams held his own at right tackle. You know, just a long guy. Uh, you it take you got to go really wide to get around him. Um, so it's good to see him having success out there. So yeah, uh, it was good to get a good look of, at the uh, offensive and defensive lines. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how those guys continue to step up as pads start to come on. I'm sure that'll that'll be coming here in these next few days. So I think Miami's off on Wednesday. I think they have the day off and they return to practice on Thursday and we will have availability after that practice and uh, hopefully we can get some more clarity on some of these injuries slash guys missing etc so for more stuff we got plenty of observations and VIP notes on the website Uh, for more stuff out of uh, Miami's practice on Tuesday definitely check out the website we got you covered there Um, and with that let's just take a quick break Um, and on the other side, we will get into some recruiting topics slash news. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
All right, we're back. And Gabby, we got Markeith Williams on deck, ready to make his commitment on Wednesday night. I think it's scheduled for 7 o'clock. And is he just is he doing it on social media? He's not doing it on CBS Sports HQ or anything like that, right? Yeah, I think he, I think it's his birthday also. So I think he's just going to do something probably at his house or at a place or something like that and with friends and family. And I'm sure he's going to post it on social media. But, you know, definitely a big time target for Miami. Uh, a guy that sits, you know, very comfortably in the top two, two, four, seven. Uh, you know, a six foot three, hundred and seventy pound guy. You know, rangy safety. Um, you know, choosing between Ohio State, Nebraska, and Miami is what it seems. It seems like maybe Miami and Nebraska are really the two, the two teams that are probably more out in front right now. You know, the crystal ball today sort of started to trend towards Miami. Uh, you know, Andrew Ivins sort of got that rolling earlier today, and I went ahead and I followed him. And uh, you know, I think it, I think it would be an absolutely huge pickup for for Miami. You know, again, just a a, a, a true blue chip guy out of the Orlando area. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think that if Miami were to win out, I think this is a big pick up, David. What do you think about him? Yeah, so Markeith is the number 242 prospect in the country, according to the composite ranking, uh, which, of course, puts him in the top 247. So he's a big time guy. He's out of Orlando Evans High School. Um, and, yeah, to me, you know, I think this is just more proof of um, how good of hires Manny Diaz made to the defensive coaching staff to improve the recruiting, right? So um, Ishmael Aristide, who is the strikers coach and also an Orlando Evans alum, he's been the primary recruiter for Markeith, and he's done a nice steady job there uh, recruiting him, staying in contact. Markeith was at Miami's cookout slash barbecue on june 1st um he had planned to return i think for an official visit later in the month of june didn't work out but miami stayed the course with him didn't get frustrated and they were able to get him back on campus for the pool party in late july and and mark keith had a bunch of his people with him uh for that visit and it seemed like uh following that trip you know, it kind of sealed the deal with Mark Keith. Uh, Miami felt really good about where things stood with him after that trip. And, uh, you know, at this point, it seems like the Hurricanes are the team to beat. Um, you mentioned it like he is a ball hawk. Um, so, well, I'll say this. So uh, if you're going to go watch his highlights, I would recommend watching his sophomore yeah, tape. Definitely. His sophomore tape, he, so his sophomore year, I think he picked off seven passes his freshman year, he picked off five. Um, and then I think opponents wised up during his junior season, stopped testing him. I'm not sure he had an interception during his junior season, uh, but I think that was a result of, of teams going away from him. So he is a guy that uh, is rangy. He has very good ball skills. It seems like he has a good vertical jump to high point balls that come his way. Um, and so in that regard, Gabby, I think he fits the room. He, he's a nice fit for the safety room because he's different. Yeah. I think Miami needs guys that have more range. They have, in my opinion, they have a lot of in-the-box type safeties, which is fine. Um, but it's best to pair those in-the-box types with the rangy guys like Mark Keith. Um, would you Would you agree with that take? 
Yeah, I would. I mean, just watching that sophomore tape, he reminds me of just like a gold glove center fielder, just a guy that just covers so much ground, just so instinctual of when the ball is going to be air, just going to be thrown, just timing those routes and, you know, just really just kind of understanding his play, his, his position. You know, they went with a lot of it looks like they played him a lot, just like single high safety. And, you know, he was able to just cover so much ground out there. Um, you know, again, I do agree that this is something different that Miami probably doesn't have on their roster right now. And uh, I think you also have to think about the fact that, I mean, it seems like he's a willing tackler too. Uh, and again, six foot two, 170 pounds, probably, uh, probably, uh, not probably, he has a smaller frame, is definitely going to have to put on some weight. And, you know, if he keeps that same range and is able to sort of contain all that while he sort of, you know, builds his body into like a more college ready body type. You know, I, I think Markeith Williams is going to be a really big time player, you know, again, if he does choose Miami on Wednesday. But, um, you know, where things are standing right now, I think Miami has the potential to add a, a big, big time uh, defender to that secondary. You know, we already have the loaded cornerback room. You want to start building up that safety room. I think Markeith Williams would be would be a massive addition and he'd be a, a just a huge step forward there. You know, uh, not a lot of schools have recruited the safety position the way Miami has. I mean, obviously what happened with Avante Williams uh, sort of happened, but still you kind of see that, you know, it's definitely an attractive place to, place to play for these, you know, top these top tier safeties. And, you know, Miami's just done a really good job there. And kudos to Ishmael Aristide, uh, you know, again, a guy that is an Orlando Evans grad that has a lot of, you know, connections inside that building for, you know, really turning the tide because it didn't feel like Miami was in this recruitment probably early on. And, you know, it seems like since Ishmael Aristide sort of became more involved, you know, obviously made the move over from Texas A&M to Miami, it sort of helped Miami in that recruitment a lot. So, uh, you know, if the, if this does come full circle tomorrow, Markeith Williams does choose the Hurricanes. Uh, this is a great job done by uh, by Coach Aristide. Yeah. So, again, we'll see how it all shakes out. You never know in recruiting. Things seem to be trending the right way for the Hurricanes, but we'll all find out together 7 o'clock Eastern time. And you're right. If he does end up picking Miami, he's going to be a, um, a, a nice project for David Feely because he does need to gain some good weight, good, gain some good strength on his frame. I'll say this too, and, and we'll, we'll end the marquee talk at this. Um, I really like his mentality. You know, from, from my understanding, he's kind of a gritty, grimy type player, um, which I like on defense, right? You don't want nice guys necessarily on defense. And uh, so I like that about, about Marquise. I think there's a story where he broke his hand early in one of the games on the first series and just played the rest of the game with a broken hand and then played the rest of the season essentially with a club a club hand so he led his team and he led his team in tackles that that same game that he broke his hand so it does say a lot about who he is as a player grit grit i'm here for it so uh you know i think chris graves kind of of that similar mold right just a guy who's gritty in your face uh competitor so gotta like that mentality on the back end of the defense uh let's transition gabby i know just we can get through this quick, but um, you were out at Gulliver Prep on what day is it? Monday. So you're on. You're out there on Monday. Um, what did you learn there? Just some of your your top takeaways from being around that talented program. Yeah, you know, I mean, the number two ranked wide receiver in the entire class of 2023 is at Gulliver Prep, Jalen Brown. Uh, you know, he's going to be a top target for Miami all throughout, you know, this next calendar year, you know, through next December. 
uh, when he when he eventually signs. I mean, this is one of the most talented players players in the entire country. Uh, Miami's done a good job getting him on campus multiple times throughout the course of the summer. Uh, most recently, he was at Miami for the pool party. It seems like you know Miami's one of the programs that's really stood out to him a lot. You know, just throughout the course of the summer, he's been able to see a bunch of schools. He's been up to Florida, uh, Florida State. He went up to Notre Dame in Michigan. So he's seen a he's seen his probably not a ton of schools, but he's seen his fair share of major programs. And it seems like Miami's one of those schools that are standing out. And uh, you know, just early on, it feels like Michigan's done a good job, sort of you know cementing themselves in the thick of this recruitment and i think florida state is very very involved as well you know uh it seems like you know people close to him believe that you know he's giving the seminoles a real look uh that seems to be a trend you know just you know just you know florida state doing a good job on the trail and it seems like you know they've done a good job building that relationship with jalen brown so you know miami obviously gonna have to come on strong to continue to fight for one of the players that's literally right in their backyard i know we kind of throw that term around loosely but i mean gulliver prep is is right down the road from the university of miami's campus so um you know miami definitely in a gonna have to you know continue to claw their way through that one um another guy out of gulliver that was at miami for the pool party is cedric irvin jr uh you know this was his first time at miami this summer uh you know it seemed like it was more of just like a meet and greet with coach hickson uh it seemed like that went well he seems like really like coach hickson and all that stuff it feels like a lot of these uh there's a there's a few other programs that are maybe standing out you know his dad cedric irvin senior is a michigan state alum um, and so Michigan State's getting a very, very strong look from him. It seems like Notre Dame is also a school that he's highly considering. But, you know, a couple schools out west are, might, might be giving him the most to think about. That's Stanford and Oregon. So, you know, Stanford, obviously, you know, an incredible school. He has an offer from them. He's an incredibly high GPA kid. So that's a school he's giving a real look to. So, again, a top 247 talent in that 2023 class. And another kid that's right in their backyard that's, you know, going to make a lot of plays as a junior uh, for Gulliver, who should have probably one of the best offenses in in the county, uh, you know, with a couple of different weapons. And, you know, another guy that I got to talk to, not a ton of Miami vibes, but, uh, you know, the Tulane commit to Carl Donaldson, a guy we've talked about on the podcast before. Uh, it seems like a couple of Power 5 programs are starting to express interest. Those are Florida and Louisville, uh, sort of giving him something to think about. He took a trip up to Florida for Friday Night Lights, and he seems to be open to listening to what Florida has to say. And Louisville also you know dished out an official offer to him so you know just a couple you know if you're just a fan of recruiting probably a little storyline to watch as you know two, i feels like tulane got a a steal there i think he's a really good player uh you know i think he's a power five talent all the way so it's going to be interesting if you know that g5 program out in new orleans is going to be able to hang on so you know that's just a, a few of the conversations i was able to have at gulliver on monday yeah, good stuff, Gabby. Um, Gabby with fall camps happening at the high school level as well. Gabby's going to be getting out on the road, checking out some teams, some players Miami's interested in. So as always, stay locked on Inside the U for the latest recruiting coverage, which includes Markeith Williams making his college decision on Wednesday night, choosing again between Miami, Nebraska, Ohio State. We will see how that one turns out. Want to want to thank you all for listening. Appreciate all of you. Um, again, want to highlight the home field apparel deal for your vintage vintage Miami Hurricanes football gear. Uh, I guess it's baseball too. Just vintage Miami Hurricanes gear. And uh, again, if if this audio sounds wonky, it's because we are recording it on my iPhone. But wanted to get this out as soon as possible. So we are just recording it here at UM in Gabby's car. So thanks for listening. 
Until next time, guys, take care. Later.